When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about the Biden administration and their poll numbers and the discussion surrounding the poll numbers and the Democratic Party's strategy for raising those numbers and what I think they're missing and why I believe they are in the process of making a critical error that is going to cost them in the next election. If you don't know, Biden's numbers are, well, let's just call them shaky, to put it mildly, all right? The polls say he's falling in three key demographics. Now, I just want to stop for a second and say that I don't like dividing up the polls this way. I don't think it's a good idea, generally speaking, and this isn't me collectivizing in this manner. It's the way the polls are done. He's falling in three demographics that are required to win. He cannot win without them. Hispanics, blacks, and women, okay? Which, if you really read into it, it pretty much suggests that the only place he's holding steady is with white guys, people who are generally more supportive of the status quo because, well, we benefit from it, right? Okay. So why is he falling in these three groups? There's two, three reasons, really. One... It's not really fair, but it's politics, and politics isn't fair. And that's that his legislative agenda has stalled, right? It's held up in Congress. Now, really, that's Congress's fault, not Biden's. But Biden's the head of the party. So the buck stops with him. Okay, that's one reason. Another reason is that he's not... They aren't uh, doing everything that they can. For these groups, they're not bringing them into the conversation. They're not really addressing their needs in every single way that they could. That's one reason. Another is that when they do engage in things that benefit these groups, they don't advertise it out of fear because they don't have cheerleaders. The Republican Party has cheerleaders in the, for lack of a better term, new media social media, right? They have cheerleaders who are going to back the Republican Party no matter what they do and oppose the Democratic Party no matter what they do. The Democratic Party doesn't have that. Not really. So they're afraid of the backlash. As an example of them not broadcasting something that I believe they should, do you know that the Biden administration just shifted the policy when it comes to workplace rates for undocumented workers? They're not going to happen anymore. You probably didn't know that. Because, yeah, they put out a press release, AP put an article out about it, but they didn't go out there and champion that. They didn't advertise that they did that because they're worried about the backlash. Because they don't have those cheerleaders. And it goes to the strategy that they're trying to employ, and one that I am pretty certain will fail. They're trying to maintain the coalition that got them elected. 
the reality is what got them elected was, I'm not Trump. That's it. That's what got them elected. That's why you had the broad coalition. A whole lot of people could get behind literally anybody other than Trump. But see, now Biden's in power. He's in office. It's not about, I'm not Trump. It's about policy. And the policies are geared in a way that are trying to bring progressives to center. That will fail. Guaranteed. Progressives aren't coming back. The position that a progressive held after voting begrudgingly for Biden, the position that they had when he got inaugurated is already in their rear view because they're constantly moving forward. You're never bringing them back to center. It's not happening. If the Biden administration wants an FDR-style administration, they want an administration that is going to make that kind of impact, they have to take center and move it to the progressive position. They have to get out there and make the case. They have to shift thought. It's harder for them because they don't have those cheerleaders. Why? Because most people with a platform in the new media, right? Now, you can talk about the cheerleaders on CNN or MSNBC or whatever, but that's, that's older media, cable news, right? That's not where most of the Democratic base gets their information. Look where you're watching this right now, right? They don't have the cheerleaders that they need. They don't have people that will back them no matter what. Why? That's the question the Democratic Party needs to be asking. Why don't those cheerleaders exist? Why is it that everybody who gets a platform in the new media is far more progressive than they are? Since they're center-right, I'll put it in language they'll understand. Most Democratic politicians are center-right. The market decided. In the literal marketplace of ideas, where ideas get monetized, the progressive positions are the popular ones. Those are the people who get platforms. Those are the people who can help the Democratic Party, if they chose to. The problem is, when you're talking about progressive people, they're philosophically or ideologically motivated. They're not going to defend the status quo. Even if it's an incremental change in the direction they want, most times you're like, this isn't enough. Because most people don't like supporting incremental change. It's not marketable. If an idea is marketable in the new media, if it is something that can be monetized, it is something that will get votes. They're trying to bring progressives to center when they should be taking the center and trying to move it to progressive territory. That's how they can maintain that coalition, the one that got them elected. Which means they'll end up in the process doing things that will benefit those three key demographics that kind of feel left out. It is so rare to see commentators, pundits, talking heads, like myself, in new media defend Biden policies that in my comment section, you will find people saying, well, you're a Biden shill. 
My public comments on Biden are that he's not my man. He represents the status quo. He doesn't represent your interests. I've never been a huge fan of Biden. But because I will support incremental change, if I think it's headed in the right direction, those who are more progressive, well, you're a shill for Biden. Because it's that rare. They don't have those cheerleaders. Because it's not marketable. When I'm doing those videos, I know they aren't going to uh, be widespread. But, much like the, the shift in going after undocumented workers at their workplaces, I think it's something people need to know about. Most commentators don't do that because there's a problem with uh, the desire to educate the desire to put the information out there. And the Democratic Party has to start doing that. They have to start making the case, and they have to stop being so weak when it comes to dealing with Republicans. Yesterday, as an example, off the top of my head here, 204, 206 Republicans voted against raising the debt ceiling. And when Democrats talk about it, that's what they're going to say. Well, they voted against raising the debt ceiling. We may have to default. Weak. Weak. Stop treating them with kick gloves. 200 Republicans just voted to wipe out your 401k. That's what happens if we default. 200 Republicans voted in favor of a recession. That's what happens. 200 Republicans voted against paying the United States' bills. The party of personal responsibility doesn't want to honor their debts. But they're not going to do that. More than likely won't. Because they're trying to maintain that coalition. A coalition that only existed because of Trump. It won't work. It won't get re-election. It won't help in future elections. Because they're not marketable ideas. Running on the idea that I'm not Trump only works if Trump's running. The best thing in the world for the Biden administration would be if Trump ran again. Because then, yeah, he'd probably win. Because he can use that same tactic. And the majority of Americans rejected Trump and Trumpism. But what if the Republican Party puts up somebody a little bit slicker? A little bit more polished? Well, then we're in real trouble, right? The Biden administration is definitely in trouble. The idea of moving progressives to center will fail, always. That's not, a, that's not a workable strategy. The Biden administration has to get out there, and they have to make the case. That infrastructure package is good. It is good. It is good for a lot of people who are independent but right-leaning. And if they understood how it would benefit them, it might change their opinion. If progressives understood how much of it was designed to impact things they care about, it would energize that side of it. The coalition can be maintained, but only if the Biden administration tries to move the center to the progressive position. If they try to go the other way, the Biden administration will be a one-term administration. Anyway... It's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.